Welcome to the SJ Child Show. This episode is sponsored by Water and Body Basics. Visit 3440 South, 5600 West, West Valley City, Utah. Mention SJ Childs today. Hi, and welcome to the SJ Childs Show. I'm your host, SJ Childs, and today my guest is Annette Wittenberger. I hope I said that all correctly. I, I should double-check with you before I just went flying into it, but <laughs> I, I had to tell the last gal that I um, interviewed, I'm, I'm very phonetic reader. And so I just, sometimes I just sound things out as I'm going and boy, you can make a mess of things like that. (laughs) It's so great to have you here today. Thank you so much. Uh, Introduce yourself. Let us know why you're here today. Well, I am, I I always, I don't know why I go back to this. I always say I'm a retired army, but I'm a mom first. Right. No, so, I get that. I, I, so I'm a mom of a, I have an 18 year old son and a 21 year old daughter. They're both in college and I, um, military spouse of 23 years and I'm a retired army vet. So, yeah. That's so great. I mean, it's so nice to connect with you and to be able to, you know, really talk about just some important you know, details of life that people can maybe glaze over, don't think about enough, don't talk about. And a lot of that comes with in-vet services. I'm sure that you see that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, t- you, we were just talking about a couple of books that one that, um, that is out and you just had a book signing for. Let's talk about that. Tell us about that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I, so I released my first, first book on June and I did my first book signing event in Virginia, but that's where I just came from. And then my second one just happened uh, last weekend on Fort Hood. So that was Amazing. really cool. And yeah. what is the book called? It's called The Wall Between Two Lives. Wow, that's amazing. Tell us a little bit about it. So it, it is a memoir. Um, it talks about mainly from my childhood up until 20, until 2020 about um, how I discovered that I had some mental health issues going on and I uh, didn't know how to process it. And I think just uh, wanted to provide hope for people that have been through any kind of obstacle in their life uh, that they can make it through. So, you know, I know a lot of us when we grew up, I grew up in in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, just being raised in that generation. We didn't really talk about our feelings. So, um, you know, don't talk about it. Don't look at that. Nope. Don't let them see that. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, it's traumatic. And now we get here and we have to dig through all of that. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. So I talk about that in the book and then what I do now. Yeah, that's great. And what do you, what, so what are you doing now too? So now I am working on an audio book, so that'll be released next month. I decided to narrate it myself. Oh, that's um, cool. So that I could just, you know, um, Use my own voice since it's, really it's my story. story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that, Annette. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, I think a lot of us may think, oh, it's so easy. You know, you just you read a book. But I, when you start reading the words out loud that you put on paper, it was actually more difficult than I thought. 
Yeah. And so, a lot of emotions probably come up and you're like, nope, keep it together. Stay professional. But yeah. <laughs> at the same time, I mean, in those emotions is where that growth and that change or that pivot can occur. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely an experience. So that's, yeah, that's really exciting for me because I didn't, I never really knew what I was going to do. I just, I wanted to put my story out there to help other people. So yeah, definitely. Oh, I love that. And what is the new book called? It's the same. It's okay. the same. It's, it's the same the, title. It's the ebook, great, it's, or the audio rather. Yeah, the audio. That's wonderful. I love that. And mm-hmm. it's it's so important to um, embrace. And nowadays, like we're not afraid to talk about our feelings. It's okay if men cry. It's mm-hmm. like we have to reassign and reset the society's um, views and what their parameters are for these things that are ridiculous if you ask me (laughs) you know in so many ways and I see it not only in you know our generation but now with a son with special needs like and a family with special needs I have a dog two daughters and a husband with autism and it is it's a lot in this there's like stigmas and there's ideas that are old and don't align with our world today you know just like the ideas of mental health when you were growing up. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Simi Valley, California. It was, mm. it's in Southern California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you had a lot of pressure to, you know, probably, I don't know, what was your family style like? I mean, my, my, um, my mom raised my brother and I on her own for a few years before she met my, my stepdad, but it was, there was pressures back then because you just, you tried to keep your business in the home. So whatever things we went through, like I mentioned before, I was talking to somebody and I said, either if you're bleeding or you broke a bone that, you know, that was the, um, yeah, that was it. And so (laughs) everything else, you just, you just kind of just move on. And so that's what we were taught to do. And then you grow up in this society now in this generation. And it's like, well, what do I really do with all these feelings? Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was my, my problem is that I didn't know. And the, I, I finally started seeing it in my own kids. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm there. I mean, they're looking at me, you know, I'm their mm-hmm. supposed to be their role model or their, yeah. I'm their parent. So if this is how I'm handling it, then that's how they're going to handle and yeah. it. And that's not okay. So definitely. And yeah. it's, you know, it's a great new kind of vision, if you will, for this, mm-hmm. for our generation, because uh, similar to yours, I mean, my parents were number one, a military dad. I didn't know even if I mentioned that or not, but yeah, oh my my, yeah, my dad was um, F4 pilot. Uh, he was a commander of the Reno Air National Guard at one point. And so it's funny in just that you, they, there's that dedication and my parents are divorced and I'm an only child. And so it was like, you know, do it on live. Here you go. Here's your life. Good luck. Right. right. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> well, um, it was interesting. And so I think that nowadays my focus on my kids is a hundred percent. Like I want, I want to be involved in their daily lives. I want to be involved in their school. I want to be involved with their friends. And I mean, not helicopter involved, right. you know, 
but I want them to, I want to have the relationship with them. That's so trusting and so open and flexible that they, it's just like second nature to come home and talk about things. Yes. There's no need to hide in their room or bite their nails or, you know, just at, those show sign tells of, you know, anxiety and things like that coming up that mm-hmm. you, like you said, they don't need to, to, to do those things. And I don't need to show them through my actions. Like I need mm-hmm. to get it together <laughs> right? Right. And, and, right. and do that for myself in which it only evolves more. Like once you change that about yourself, everything in your life changes, right? right. Relationship to professional life, all of those things. So Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Definitely. What type of impact did being a a vet have on you in that situation? I mean, and was some of the mental, you know, did, did that play into it or did you hold on to some of that? Was it, you know, prior or after that had happened after your service? Yeah. I, you know, I, um, I tried to be who I thought I was supposed to be throughout my, throughout my career. So when I was growing up, I was shy, but I smiled a lot. You know, I had some friends and I was just, a, a, um, I can't think of the name. I just loved people. But when yeah. I, when I, when I joined, I was told that I smiled too much and I was too nice. And so I, they you know, I toss me out. <laughs> Right. That's why my dad never wanted me to join. Now it makes sense. <laughs> right? Yeah. So I thought I had something to prove as a um as a female, you know. Yeah, sure. And so it made me it made me tougher, but it also changed me in ways that I didn't, you know, I started noticing later that that wasn't me. Yeah. This was not who I am. And so, but because I got so used to wearing those different masks, you know, I was really good at suppression that when I retired and I didn't have that anymore, it was like, who, who am I? Who, who am I? Yeah. What am I supposed to be? What, who, when somebody asked me who was Annette, I didn't know how to answer that. Yeah. And so that was hard. And it took me, um, you know, about four years after retirement to finally realize, just like when you asked me to t- tell about myself, I was like, uh, I stumbled. <laughs> I'm so used to saying these things, but I need to start from the beginning, beginning. I'm a mom first, yeah. you know, but yeah. before, before it was, I was a soldier first and yeah. that was That's just amazing. what was instilled in my mind. So it's, it's hard. Yeah. Absolutely. No. And that's, that's incredible. And I, um, like I said, never was in the service myself, but just could see it from a child's point of view in my own family life and the disconnect, you know, that, that my dad had at least, but he was always involved. And so I was just kind of like the bystander, I guess. And I think that's so interesting. And I'm so glad you brought that up because we, do forget that our children see that, you know, my whole time, I was always so busy trying to be a soldier that I wasn't as focused on being a mom like I should have been. So I, I think it's always so important to get the cho- the children's point of view on what yeah. they saw, because, you know, they're seeing their dad work all the time. They're seeing their dad angry all the time. They're seeing their dad sleep all the time, whatever the case is, they saw that. And so like with my own kids, you know, um, it's funny because 
they don't want to join the service. Um, actually, my, my daughter has some interest, but my son was like, no, because I saw, he saw what we did. And he's like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And um, so they do see, they do see it. And that's why I think it's so important to, to talk about you I know, love that. the yeah. children's view. They, Cause they Definitely. see things that we don't think they see. Agreed. No, I, I completely agree. And we, have a 21 year old as well as a nine and 11 year old. So we have that huge gap. And the difference between parenting when I was the 21 year old stepmom. So right there in itself is a different approach to parenting. Like I gave it my best. I did exactly what I thought I should do based on how I was parented because number one, bless her heart, no matter what, I still wasn't biological parent. And I still didn't have that, even though I had wanted it my whole life and I was very maternal, I still didn't have that, you know, my child force in, in me, like I do with my two biological kids. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just biological. I don't know how else to say it. I'm sure that foster and adopted parents, you know, and now with my stepdaughter, we've, we've gained that we've earned, you know, it grew, but it took years. It wasn't instant, but in those first years that it, it is, ha- it has to be instant. You know, there's been times in just lately in the past few years that I've gone to her and apologized and just said, wow, this approach that I took was not me. It was totally my parent. It was totally the angry, you know, whatever that I thought was what was supposed to be done. I thought was what was best. And I really held myself accountable and kind of a little bit guilty even, you know, felt bad about it for a little while. And then I heard this really great analogy and, and it's only been a few, a little, a couple days, but it's a kind of about relating children to plants in that no matter how you grow them, they they're going to grow. Like you could put them in that like different colored soils, or you can, you know, stand over them and water them all the time or sun them all the time, move them around, you know, whatever, but they're going to grow in their own way on their own terms and their own special, you know, things. And the most important part is to keep them watered light and fed. Right. And Mm -hmm. that is, is the most important part. And part of that is feeding that emotional awareness. Mm -hmm. Part of that is letting your children have bad days, letting your children be human beings. You know, I used to joke with my, my mom, who was very, you know, in that older generation kind of thinking, you know, if my son doesn't want to have a peanut butter sandwich, he doesn't have to, like he has his whole life to eat a sandwich. I'm not going to force it now that he's four or whatever. Like there's not like a, a, res- a time restriction that these things need to happen. You know, there's, there's not a time for dinner. Like we can eat whenever we want. Like this is, at, this is you know, it's just kind of funny how you like evolve your life to be who you really are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Instead of who you think you should be. Mm-hmm. Great. I agree. And that's so hard. I can't. And and you had two. And I mean, like I have the two little ones now, but I'm like, oh gosh, 10 years are coming. Like (laughs) I'm in for it. (laughs) But 
I hope that I've already established with them a different type of relationship than I had with my oldest, who I finally have the relationship with her now, but you know, that's 16 years later, 17 years later. And now I have the opportunity to do it again, basically, and Mm -hmm. tweak here and there and make it, you know, and so I think that it bothers her in a little bit of a sense that she, she kind of sees it and is just like, Hmm, boy, they don't get yelled at like I used to. <laughs> um, but at the same time, you know, I always say, well, would you want them to be like, is that, would that make you happy to, would that, does that make you feel good? Like if you were to hear me yelling and them cowering or feeling bad, does that make you feel good? And you know, she, oh well, no, <laughs> like I'm so glad. <laughs> no, that doesn't, that I don't want that for them. So, but yeah, right. but it, it's an interesting, <laughs> interesting dynamic. That's for sure. Yes. Oh my goodness. So what are your plans for the future? Anything new you're going to be working on after the audiobook? Or is that just kind of, I mean, that's a lot right now to be working on. I, you know, I, um, I've learned the hard way to just take it as it comes. If God sees something and he gives it to me, then I'm going to do that because I spent so much time trying to chase the next big thing or try to be, or, you know, have the most, how many followers am I going to get? How many downloads? It's really hard. So I had to learn to figure out, okay, why am I doing what I do? And so I, I love helping people and that's my main focus. So however I can do that, whether it's, you know, a zoom or a phone call or a podcast, whatever the case is, that's what I'm going to do. And that's, that's what my path is. So, um, I don't, I don't know what's next. I will just continue uh, doing what I can. I I love being a speaker now and I love to write still. So I'll just, I'll just do that and see what happens. I love that. I love that. And do you have your own podcast as well? I do. I do. I, I, like you, I took a couple uh, months off for, for different reasons. I needed a mental health break. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't done anything since May, but I do plan to get back uh, to it. it. It's called the truths we hide. Um, and so, yeah, yeah well, nice. we'll see, we'll see it hopefully in the next month. I told myself October, but it didn't happen <laughs> and, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. And that's, isn't that so nice as I was just saying yeah. earlier, like I, you're your own boss. I'm my own boss. My schedule is my own. I can adjust it as necessary, especially yeah. in my flexible family. People yeah. coming in and out with no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, we we I used to get so caught up in worrying about, well, they're waiting for my episode. I used to do two episodes a week and I was like, it's so, you know, it was a lot of pressure. And I feel that those that are meant to be there will still be there when you're ready to come back. So it's okay. I like that. (laughs) No. And I think I'm kind of the same way, you know, we just started in March and so I'm pretty new still. And yeah, I think it's, it's a lot of pressure to, build the social media, build the, you know, build this platform, build, don't look at your downloads, but look at your downloads. You right. know? Exactly. Like, oh my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I kind of, I agree with you. I love helping people 
And if I would have known that podcasting was a thing that I could do, I would have been doing this years and years ago, years ago. I just wish I would have known, uh, you know, ahead of time. So anybody listening that wants to do their own podcast, just do it. Don't even think about it. That's exactly it. And, and, you know, I'm not going to lie. It is a lot of work depending on how you do it. Uh, since I'm my own editor, my own producer. So (laughs) so we do, there is a lot of work to do behind the scenes, but as long as that's what you love to do and you're not, and you're not so focused on, uh, let's see, mistakes or little, unless it's a big noticeable mistake, the ums and the ahs and the whatever, that's, it's normal. Yeah. It's It's okay. I don't even look at that ever. And I mean, I do an audio and a video. And so that's, there's no way. How could I even cut that up? Like this, that would be ridiculous. I know there's, (laughs) there's like all kinds of apps and magic, but you know what? Just be authentic and just leave it. Like this is, so yeah, yeah, I had to, I had to learn that I don't need to have that because it's too much. And and people do it. I I get it. There's other people out there, the pros and all that. And that's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. But when we're our own person doing it all, um, we need to, you know, I still have a kid at home. So exactly. (laughs) We're going to have our own standards of of record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm so, so happy that we were able to connect. And like I said, thank you so much for your patience and (laughs) waiting to connect because I'm really happy that we did. And I, I love to, you know, chat afterwards and, and really catch up with you down the road, especially when the um, audio is book is going to be coming out. So that's great. We'll definitely get onto that, air this then and make sure it's promoted as well. So yay. Before we leave, tell us um, your social medias, websites, where's the book at, all those good things. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. So uh, my website is a wild ride called life.com. The podcast is the truth we hide. And that's, that's everywhere that you stream. Uh, let's see the audio book. Well, you can find that on the website too. It's due to release on veterans day. So we're crossing our fingers and, um, Instagram, same name, Twitter, same name, basically everything's the same. So. <laughs> yeah, you, me too. <laughs> the same. Just keep Just it easy. Google us to your child to find me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You want to make it easy. It. So yeah. Yeah. Reach Wonderful. Out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great to connect with you today. Thank you so much for your time. And um, yeah, th- I'll be talking to you in mm, about 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so crazy, right? Can you believe it? It's no. <laughs> so fast. It's just coming up so fast. Now we have some great episodes to air for Veterans Day. So this will be one of them. So make sure to stay tuned for all the great episodes. Thank you so much to our listeners and our viewers, and especially to our um, guest, Annette. Thank you so much for being here today. And we'll talk to you soon.